you know what, Jen? I don't think I've ever looked better in my life. I think I'm I'm at the peak of my physical prowess. I think you are. At the moment. And yeah. I would love to share that with people. I'd love people to be able to see me in the flesh. Just it's to... selfish to keep this. <laughs> it is. This amount of radiance needs to be shared. So I thought what I would do is invite people along to see me in real life. To be in the same room at the Museum of Comedy. At the Museum of Comedy, because comedy is what I do <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and you belong in a museum. No, oh, no. No, no, no. It was How rude. My self-esteem had climbed and now it's back down on the floor. But no, I um, love the Museum of Comedy and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take my raw magnetism with me uh, on Wednesday the 24th of April. Can I come too? You can. Just try not to sort of detract from my glow, you know. Okay. Uh, we are going to have the magnificent Jenny Ryan, a magnificent guest, Ooh. TBA. Wednesday the 24th of April, put it in your diaries, bring your sunglasses because I am shining. Yeah, get your tickets now. The link is in our social media or from the music. Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on buzzers. Correct. Hello and welcome to a special episode of A Fingers on Oh, it's a lovely, that was gorgeous and quite echoey because we're in a very beautiful, big, wood-panelled room to mark a very special occasion, which is... We're joining the Masons. <laughs> it does feel like we're about to roll up our trouser legs and get uh, somehow inducted. Or, or chair a council meeting. That's what it feels like. <laughs> it is, but it's actually a rather lovely office at our publisher's offices because this is the Fingers on Buzzers book special. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, we have written a tome. Here it is. I'm going to, I'm going to, that's what it sounds like hardcover lads and then that's if you flick through the pages Ooh. it sounds like that oh there's okay. a lot of them and it's coming out next week but it's available to pre-order right now which is what you should do yep um and we over the next little while we'll talk you through what's in the book what to expect and then we've got some extra bonus quizzes that aren't even in the book Ooh, <laughs> coming up <laughs> after this yeah 
So our book, Fingers on Buzzers, a celebration of the great British quiz, has a few elements, doesn't it, Jen? It does. It's, it's a, an amalgamation of everything we've learned and everything we found out while making this podcast from episode number one through to today. Roger Tilling, Roger Tilling was our <laughs> first big guest on this. He even gets a little shout out in the book. Yes, yeah, so we, we're doing the quiz show nostalgia that we cover picking out the things that we've learned from our guests, the bits of behind-the-scenes gossip. Things like Anne Robinson cannot say Greg Rosetsky. This is true. <laughs> Love that fact. That's in a bit. Um, Imagine if, if she was commentating. <laughs> yes, that's why she's never made it as a tennis commentator. Well, there's another few words that she can't say, but I've forgotten what they are, but they're Cutlery, in the book. Antarctica. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, the... Basically, anything that might be tricky to say at speed. <laughs> she, she put on a list of band words. Yeah, so, yeah, that's the kind of gossip that you'll get. And we've got some of our very favourite people contributing. We get quite a lot of mentions of Ben Shepard and Les Dennis, I'll be honest with you. And unsurprisingly, because Jen's involved, Michael Sheen crops up a fair amount a as couple, well. Just a few times. Um, so to start this episode off with a quiz, I thought, since we have written a book, I have put together some other people from the world of quiz who have written books oh wow and i'm going to test you jen so these are mostly quiz show hosts in fact these are all quiz show hosts who have put pen to paper or finger to keyboard and created books oh this is exciting okay so your first one is some of these are autobiography some of them are other books this first one is an autobiography it's crying with laughter whose autobiography was called crying with laughter oh Someone with tragedy and comedy in their background, it sounds like. Well... More more just comedy. I mean, I wouldn't say a massively tragic figure. Brilliant. One of the all-time great game show and quiz show hosts. I'd have to say Bob Monkhouse, You would be right to say Bob Monkhouse. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give you another autobiography. This is Size Matters Not is the name of which quiz show host's autobiography. I remember seeing this in the shop. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, tenable host, Warwick Davis. It was tenable host, Lovely. Warwick Davis. Okay, this one is another autobiography: memoirs of an unfit mother. Oh, this is the aforementioned Miss mm-hmm. Robinson. Memoirs Robinson. of Gred Rosetsky. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say it then. I said Gred. Gred get, get, so there get, you go. That was her get, problem with it. Yes, yeah, she's absolutely right. It's a very hard thing to say. Ban, okay. ban this, this sick tennis player name. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you one that is not an autobiography oh, now. Okay. This is Black Gold, the history of how coal made Britain. Wow. Mm. Now... This sounds like someone who who has an interest on the side in history and sort of politics sort of stuff. So I'd say someone like Paxman. It exactly is Paxman. I know he's written a few, quite a few books. Land of the Midnight Sun, My Arctic Adventures. Oh, an adventurer. Mm, Who is an adventurous quiz show host? Ben Shepard. He is, but it's not him. Who else goes on adventures? All I can think of now are cartoon characters that go on adventures. He's kind of, you know, off as a class, off, you know, very good at, yes, I'll be off in the Arctic, having a marvellous time, thank you. Xander. Yes. <laughs> I got it That's not how he sounds at all, but... Off as a class, though, definitely. Right, now I'm going to give you some novels. Abduction. 
Now, this is a quiz show host who wrote the novel Abduction, the plot of which is, when Laura Rainsford finds her husband in bed with her sister, she never expected that the discovery would result in her imprisonment and the forced adoption of her son, Felix. So that is it's a male quiz show oh, host. I was going to say Anne Widdicombe. Mm-hmm. No. It's not. Oh, it's, it sounds like a proper thriller, doesn't it? Oh, wow. This is someone who's turned their hands to a few different employments <laughs> and his quiz show host tenure was one of the shortest of all quiz show hosts. See, if, if you weren't, if you weren't uh, gendering this person, I still would have said that. Yeah, I know. It fits so well. <laughs> um, I don't know. It is Robert Kilroy <gasps> Silk. Of, co- of course, is he there a no end to his talents? <laughs> um, okay, a time before Genesis. It's a novel. It's a tale of secret societies, occult espionage, and the coming of an antichrist. Wow. There are echoes here of many Christian eschatological conspiracy theories and some good research or imagination on the author's part when it comes to modern-day secret societies and occult orders. Wow, that's very deep. Mm. Stephen Fry. No. Sounds like something he could get into, though, It really does, but, well, uh, I'm just going to tell you, it's Les Dawson. What? Yeah. Right, I know. What? Les Dawson wrote a few novels and var- yeah, well, various books. And um, yeah, check it out, A Time Before Genesis. I'll have to find that. That's Let's intriguing. go back to autobiography. Whose autobiography was called Must the Show Go On? Must the Show Go On? Oh, what? That's, that sounds quite sad, doesn't it? There Must are sad moments in it, but there's a lot of happiness. And oh boy, is he riding high now. Oh. Oh. Friend of the show. Um, is it Sir Les Dennis? It is Sir Lesmond Dennis, that's right. Uh, it's a brilliant book. Okay, this is another autobiography. Everything is everything. It's a very recent one. That, I was going to say, it rings a bell. I feel like I've seen it on the shelves. He's a newish host of one of the nation's favourite quizzes. Oh, Myrie. It is, that's Sir Clive, Clive Myrie Sir again. Clive. It's, Sir, it's inevitable, isn't it? Sir Clive and Myrie. That, it's on my Christmas list, is that book. It's, yeah. Uh, it looks very interesting. It looks very good. Okay, not autobiography. Oh, no, it's sort of... Semi-autobiographical. Yeah, no, it is, yeah. Okay, here's one. Blue skies and black olives. Now, it is kind of autobiographical, but it's about this person building a house in Greece with their son, I think, or renovating it with some sort of Greek adventure. Another journalist. So we've had Paxman, we've had Myrie. He's on in that sort of world of serious news person who has become a quiz show host, now retired. And now retired. Um, Henry Kelly. No, no. Henry Kelly's How Stormont Fell was on my list, oh. but I knew you'd know that one. It was John Humphrey's Blue Skies and Black oh. Olives. Okay, two more. Firstly, Scotland, the story of a nation. See, so yeah, it... If, if I wasn't going down the, the quiz show host, I'd say Andrew Marr straight away for mm, that. You would. But he's not much of yeah, a it's not. I'll give you a clue. He's another one of the hosts of a show that we've already had two hosts of. <laughs> um, Magnus Magnuson. It was Magnus Magnuson. And I'll give you this one. Uh, this is a novel. It's called An Act of Treachery. And the plot is Catherine Dessin, a young French girl living in Paris during the occupation, falls for an older married German officer. The novel examines the tensions this causes within her family of patriots and resistance workers. Oh, wow. Um, oh, 
Who on earth would have written that? Anne Whittacombe. Yes, finally. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to give you any clues. Oh. I thought, well, you've said it so many times. All right, I tell you what, since the audience, I can hear them shouting, more, more, <laughs> just one more. How to identify prints, a complete guide to manual and mechanical processes from woodcut to inkjet. Oh, I thought it was going to be how to identify prints. Prints as in Just purple rain. Purple yeah. clothing. Yes. Guitar. <laughs> the smell of patchouli. Yes. I would imagine. So, how to identify prints, P-R-I-N-T-S, a complete guide to manual and mechanical processes from woodcut to inkjet. Wow. I mean, it's no That's... crime with laughter, is it? <laughs> it really, it it's, it's not gripped me in the way that some of the others have. Who's the nerdiest quiz show host of all time? Who had all a time. great interest in art and restoration and... Uh... Bamba Gascoigne? Yay! Yay! There we Bamba. go, 10 out of 10. Well, I of hope that you at home also guessed Anne Widdicombe for every single... <laughs> she could have written <laughs> any of them. She could, she could. Uh, yeah, Memoirs of an Unfit Mother, possibly <laughs> not bad than that. <laughs> Well done to everyone at home for playing along. Now, Jen, the subtitle of our book, Fingers on Buzzers, is a celebration of the Great British Quiz. Yes. And it is that, isn't it? But it's also, as well as nostalgia for quizzes we have loved, there's also stuff in it about how you can host your own quizzes at home. Yeah, we've learned a lot of lessons from going back over our old favourite quiz shows of, you know, what makes a good quiz, what you can use from that home, what what possibly could be done better? Um, so we, we tried to sort of take away our favourite lessons from the quiz shows and give some top tips on how you can incorporate them into a family quiz at home or your PTA quiz or work lunchtime quiz, whatever it is, taking the lessons and, yeah. Just saying making into real it, life, yeah. Yeah, making, it, making the best quiz possible. Shall I read a little bit from the book? Shall we take some of yeah. our favourites? So this is a little bit about Ask the Family. The show ran from 1967 to 1984 with host Robert Robinson and has been rebooted with Alan Titchmarsh and Dick and Dom at the helm. There were two teams of four players, usually a mum and dad and their two teenage children. The original version was much derided because it generally featured only terribly nice middle-class nuclear families, endearing dweebs, basically. Not the 9 o'clock news parodied it with a sketch where all the contestants were quantity surveyors, including the children. The standout element was a picture round where teams had to identify a familiar household object from an unusual angle. This is a really easy one to do at home, especially now we all have camera phones with Zoom lenses and it's even better than the tv show because you can use it to poke fun at each other oh that's the toenail clipping that dad left on the bathroom sink there you go so that's the kind of thing a little bit of nostalgia and then a little bit of handy hints for what you can do have you got a bit that you'd like to read Jen? yeah on a on a similar theme from the same chapter about sort of intergenerational quizzing uh we chat about an old favorite of ours Run around. Run around now. Run around. It was hosted by comedian and actor Mike Reed, better known in later years as Frank Butcher in EastEnders, and was again based on a successful US format. Groups of kids were asked a general knowledge question with three potential answers, and they had to run to a specific area marked one, two, or three to signify their choice. Just before the answer was revealed, Mike would shout, Run around now giving the players the chance to quickly shift answers and confuse their opponents. Everyone who stood in the right spot would get a coloured ball to put in a tube. At the end of the game, the player with the fullest tube would win. 
The best moments in this show were when one maverick child would stick to their chosen answer in the face of everyone else deserting them and be proved right. There was often chaos as the kids tried to trick each other by standing on the wrong answer until the last possible second. If you're organising a quiz outdoors, especially with energetic children, it could be great fun to replicate the gameplay by making your contestants run around the garden. You could even do it indoors, as long as you don't mind vases and lamps going flying when players make a last-minute dash to the right answer. This is an evergreen, if exhausting, format. We even played a version on a cruise ship recently, and it's as fun and tense as ever, especially with adults who have been on a drinks package. Mm. Drinks package. Sorry. <laughs> yes. So that's the kind of thing you can expect. A lot of reminiscing about both Mike Reeds. Mm-hmm. They're both in the REID and REID. And some nice fun tips. So one of the things that we talk about in our book, Fingers on Buzzers, is the difficulty and pleasures of, of selecting buzzers and things at home. Yes. We, we can't all have a rigged up elaborate system. Like in you our do. living room, like like I, like I do in every room, basically. Yes, um, yes. Or it, anything even just sounds like a normal buzzer. Like this was extracted from a game, I believe. Yes, I can't remember where I got that from. That was from some other board game. It's the classic. It's a it's a big red button. You you can buy those kind of things, but that feels a little bit a little bit like cheating, especially when you need to source maybe half a dozen buzzers on Christmas Day afternoon after you've had a couple of sherries. Well, we have, um, on the podcast, in episodes past, as you will know, improvised with buzzers. And one of the ones that people always use at home is the classic, that's me tinging on a glass. Because, as you said, you've had drinks over the Christmas period uh, why is it not a good idea to have tinging on a glass as a buzzer noise, Jen? It's, there are various risk factors involved, especially when it's a particularly um, tense moment in the quiz and everyone's rushing and you might use a heavy metal object against a delicate wine glass. Mm. Wine goes everywhere, or, or Ribena, whatever you're drinking. Baileys. Uh, Baileys. Pints you pint of, of Baileys. On Christmas Day, yeah. <laughs> um, so it, it's dangerous in that regard. But also, if everybody's doing the same noise, you won't be able to tell who buzzed first. Mm. So maybe consider having a variety of different sounds available, not just the clink, clink, clink. Also, you might make people have a sort of a a triggering effect and go back to wedding day and having to kiss somebody. Someone might make a speech, which nobody wants that. We just want answers. Now, you have talked as well about the fact that you can handicap uh, better players by... Um, having a more complex buzzer exactly yeah. yes so i have brought along a selection here of right this is an ocarina That's oh lovely. wow it's lovely isn't it i've got a train whistle that takes a big puff that as well you need to get it a big does. inhale and i have got a duck call I thought that was a vape. <laughs> Do you know what? Why don't vapes have built-in duck call sounds? There we go. That's our question of That'd the day. That would be beautiful. So now, which of those would you give to the strongest player and which would you give to the weakest player? Um, whichever one is the, the most complex to get the sound going. So I think that the train whistle is quite a chunky item. It is. You've got to take a run up. And you need a big, a big inhalation before you you buzz, mm. so to speak. I would say, and also have them leave it on the surface. They have to pick it up each time. 
yes. to, to so it's gonna it's gonna buy an extra couple of seconds maybe for the other players. Because this is a chunky item to yes. pick up. Um, okay, and then finally, I've got the recorder. Nothing to do with the uh, podcast. I just really wanted to play the recorder. So I hope in, you all enjoy that. In a way, that. that is a handicap for everybody playing the quiz. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Nobody needs to hear that. I really just introduced the recorder, Jen, because I had a little quiz I wanted to do with you, which oh. is uh, I am going to play you theme tunes from three different quizzes okay. on the recorder, not having prepared <laughs> anything. Okay. Uh, and you have to guess what they are. You Good ready? luck, everybody. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> that was um, a, a, an even more tense version of the theme to Countdown. It was tense, wasn't it? You'd be disappointed if that was your timer. You're trying to work out a word. <laughs> just, it's just done. It stop. I can't concentrate. Okay, very good, very good. I mean, that's that's the opposite because that's more soothing than the mastermind theme tune. I thought I started off pretty well on that one, and then it all fell it apart. Went, thankfully, the opening notes were all we needed. Ladies and gentlemen at home, she did not prepare. (laughs) (laughs) Let that be evidence. (laughs) Okay, here. Okay, I'll do you, Mama. That was that was gorgeous. That was definitely millionaire. That almost worked. That almost worked. It was millionaire. Well done, Jen. Forgetting those. Well done if you got those at home. And I think we've proved that you should never have a recorder anywhere near a quiz. (laughs) Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. 
That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Now, of course, The Fingers on Buzz's book is packed with questions. What book about quizzing would be complete without questions for you to use at home? And yes, we have provided some, but we don't want to spoil those, do we, for our listeners? Keep, keep them fresh for you. So what we thought we would do is... in keeping with our love of all things vintage i've dug out some of my old vintage quiz books lovely and i'm going to get you to do from the blockbusters gold run quiz book what year it was released in 1982 okay the year of my birth oh no hang on no no that's the central logo copyright was 82 uh 86 oh i'll stand a chance then yeah you were four so it'd be fine i was quizzing by then don't worry So 1986. I'll do you like a complete gold run. Okay. Well, I've just picked one randomly. Okay, it's going to be quick fire. Tense. FP. What FP is a pile of wood for burning a corpse in antiquity or in parts of Asia? Funeral pyre. Mm, yes. HM. What HM is the French wife of King Charles I? Henrietta Maria. Mm. ADL. What ADL means a life of misery associated with canines? A dog's life. It is. DS. What DS was a pupil of Glazunov who composed a seventh symphony known as the Leningrad? Um, Dmitry Shostakovich. Yeah, Dmitry. Who knew? IVV. What IVV is the Latin phrase meaning that you blurt out the truth when drunk? Oh, in vino veritas. Oh, it's very true, isn't it? In vino veritas. It's very true in vino veritas. Um, NG. What NG is mostly methane and often found with petroleum? (laughs) Amanda's pointing at herself. Um, (laughs) We've all been there. All had those windy. uh, Noxious gas? Uh, I want to say natural gas. Natural gas, yeah. uh, (laughs) Noxious. Noxious gas is what's emanating from me and Amanda's side of the table. (laughs) TR. What TR is the name for the German state under Hitler? Uh, Third Reich. Indeed. WB. What WB is the star turned director who won an Oscar for Reds? What a beating. Yeah, good question. CN. What CN is the stone spike from Egypt that's no good for sewing? (laughs) (laughs) Cleopatra's needle. Oh, isn't it though? Um, EL. What EL is the most cherished possession in the form of a young female sheep? What? uh, Use lamb? I don't know. What? What EL is the most cherished possession in the form of a young female sheep? I don't understand. No, I don't know. We'll come back to that. J-O-A. What J-O-A was born at Dom Remy in about 1412? Joan of Arc. Yes. P-G. What P-G is the landlocked sea behind the Strait of Hormuz? Um, P-G. Um... It's, it's gone, no. It's a landlocked sea, I don't know. Wow. RAC, what RAC means loaded with money like a king of Lydia? Riches Croesus. Yeah. VP, what VP is a favourable position for viewing an event or a situation? Viewpoint. I'm going to go vantage point, vantage but I point, think there's lovely, room yeah. for debate yeah. there. Uh, BF, what BF invented the lightning conductor? Benjamin Franklin. Mm. DBM, what DBM means the verdict of killing by accident? Death by manslaughter? I don't know. Yeah, or death, death by misadventure? Misadventure, I don't know. Oh, yeah. GH, what GH means money given on retirement or redundancy? 
golden handshake? I believe so. What ML? What ML is the emblem of Canada? <laughs> Massive log. <laughs> oh, maple, maple leaf. <laughs> Massive log. <laughs> <laughs> Moose leg, I was also thinking <laughs> Moose <that>. leg. <laughs> Got a massive moose leg. Um, OTT. What OTT means walking quietly and surreptitiously? On tiptoes. I guess so. TH. What TH was a fearful Greek wooden gift? Trojan horse. That's your gold run. Hey, da, 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 must have made it across, da, 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 da. surely. About ten I times. You made it there and back and there and back again. So the contentious ones were... She flicks to the back of the book. Yes, funeral pyre, Henrietta Maria, a dog's life, Dmitry Shostakovich, in Vino Veritas, natural gas. Mm-hmm. Third Reich, Warren Beatty, Cleopatra's Needle, Ulam. So, you, yeah, what EL is, is the most cherished possession in the form of a young female sheep? Maybe, yeah, oh, you're my little Ulam. Oh. PG Persian Gulf oh, is the okay. landlocked sea behind the Strait of Hormuz. Um, it did say vantage point, but I would think viewpoint would be an equally good one. Benjamin Franklin, death by, death by misadventure. Nice. Golden handshake, maple leaf, not massive log. Meh. <laughs> or moose leg. Meh. I think this, I demand a recount. And then on tiptoe and Trojan horse. Yes. Well done, Jenny Ryan. Ah. And there is, in fact, a blockbuster-style quiz in our book. I don't know if we've mentioned it often enough. Fingers on buzzers. A celebration of the Great British Quiz. (laughs) So, excitingly, Jen, this book comes out next week on the 12th of October, as we're recording. Um, But there is a way for people to get their hands on it sooner. I mean, firstly, you can pre-order. And it will arrive when it comes out. So, you know, or... We are doing our brilliant live show at the Museum of Comedy on Wednesday the 11th of October, which is in London. In that London. Very central, though. And uh, we're going to have some books available on the night there to buy, aren't we? So a, whole, a whole day in advance of the rest of the country. Yes. The world, in fact. The, the world is agog, is waiting. For and them. we do have some brilliant guests. I'm very excited. Absolutely the best. We've got Charlie Higson, who is uh, a very clever man, very knowledgeable and me a on delight. The chase. Has he? Yeah. No, well, we can thrash that out. <laughs> and then we've also got Tim Vine, our very favourite, merry jokester, darts player extraordinaire and quiz show host of one of our favourites ever. Yes. Whittle. Oh, I miss Whittle yeah. so much. We do. So if you miss Whittle too, come along to see us at the Museum of Comedy. Charlie Higson's going to be brilliant. Jenny and I will be there. Amanda will be rocking it as usual. Woo-hoo. And whoop, whoop. And you'll be able to get your hands on early copies of our book, yeah. Fingers on Buzzers, a celebration of the Great British Quiz. Yeah, grab your tickets. That's the 11th of October at the Museum of Comedy. And then buy the book on the 12th or before, if you like. So that's it for another edition, a very special edition of Fingers on Buzzers. Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Porter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin McLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers. Thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves 
without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.